Hi, everyone. So this is Adam from Technical Difficulties. I'll be running Agents of Alice. And we just wanted to give you a content warning. This campaign will touch on a lot of themes that can be hard and you know, will lean into some horror ideas that are maybe a little extra relevant these days. Uh, namely, there will be mentions of slavery. There'll be mentions, there will be some racism and speciesism. Um, harm to children does come up. And there will be a fair amount of what we hope to be uh, genuine and, and well done mental health issues uh, played out and dealt with and treated. Um, if that stuff is not in a, a place where you can be right now, give us this one a skip. And we hope you enjoy and see you on the other side. Come all you young spacefarers, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of what lurks in the deep. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys. When the wind blows, we're all together, boys. Blow ye winds, fringeward, blow ye winds, blow. Out to the galaxy, steady she goes. Come the soul. Hello, Internet. You are now experiencing technical difficulties. This is Adam, and this is our first session of Agents of Alice. Uh, this is going to be a campaign in the Using the Rain System by Greg Stolze um, in a uh, setting that these yahoos created that gives me a little bit of heartburn, but, you know, this is what I get for letting them use microscope. Uh, so I'm going to have folks introduce their characters in Discord order, starting with Kai. Good evening, Internet. Uh, I am Jared. I will be playing Captain Kai Uhila, the somewhat questionably chosen uh, squad commander of this gang of misfits who are library spies masquerading as a blue-collar freighting crew. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Greg. Yes, this is Greg. I will be playing Kurt Howling Echo, the half-human, half-mernow, think bug person, uh, former gene pal champion and patron of the Alexandrian Library. Uh, joining him along this quest is his beloved animal companion, the gene pal Pep Pup, and his broadsword, which is just the sword, but is also a gene pal, because why not? Soul Edge. <laughs> All right, moving on. And uh, this is Dan. Tonight I'll be playing Roscoe Holst. You know what Roscoe Holst always says? What is Roscoe? Time to shake the pillars of heaven. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. What is Roscoe Holst's job? I can't remember. He's a pilot. He He's drives pilot. this thing. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. So you can he say whatever he wants. Freight. <laughs> he can yeah. say whatever he wants as long as he gets us where we're going. Yes. How <laughs> it's been so far. I mean, yeah, we just Kai's the one we have to worry about singing <laughs> properly. <laughs> All right. Ethan? And this is Ethan. I'm playing Silent Reading, a Murnau bug person uh acquisitions uh expert, you might call him. Uh he is really, really good at lying at people and getting them to give him stuff. Uh, he's also surprisingly well connected to the upper echelons of the Alexandrian Library. Um, we'll see. We'll see whether that comes into play or not. Don't lie to me. I know you're here from archives. <laughs> I'm here from a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Laura. 
Hello, everybody. I will be playing Tema Miles, who, as far as everybody can figure out, is entirely human. Ah, uh, yeah, sure you are. I mean... We're as not much sure as anybody the, is. Yeah, we're not sure where the other genes come from. Don't but, ask questions. You know, whatever. Anyway, while I'm on the ship, I deal with the logistics and feed people. While I'm off the ship, I shoot people. And keep Kai from beating up too many sailors. Yeah. Technically, I'm security. Technically. Uh-huh. So as, as we security incidents. join our intrepid crew of the Bocanista... Uh, which is their company name and also the name of their ship. Um, actually, the ship is named the Hypatia. They they are the Bocanista. This is the acquisitions division of the Alexandrian Library Intelligence Service. Uh, we see that they are in, and I'm just going to put this out there at the beginning, and I'm only a tiny bit sorry about it. This is a space fantasy setting, y'all. Um, think that thing... With the laser swords and the the telekinesis, but like, eh, I'm not going to say more realistic. It's a little bit transhuman. It's a little bit kind of crazy. It's going to be great. Going to be great. Uh, there are three main species in our setting. We have the Umans, uh, legally distinct from humans. Uh, the Uridians, <laughs> which... Looks something like a cross between a sea star and a a hermit crab and a spider. They're not the size of a Doberman or a small pony. They're very friendly and they love music and they don't have any idea what the fuck humans are doing with their mouths. Uh, And last but not least, we have the Murnau who look something like seven foot tall ants. They're fine. They're they're really cool. They're super cool. Um, Forgot the Zoxanthians. They're also the Zoxanthians. That's true. I didn't think of them as one of the main species, though. That's actually fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so on the Hypatia, they have just gone through the wormhole. Um, and we have wormholes. That's the only way we do faster than light stuff in this in this setting. Uh, above the planet of uh, the sun, Hutio, uh, the planet is called Gorsh. The sun is Hutio, the planet is Gorsh. It is It is going to be kind of a wacky uh, star system for you all. It's a three-star system. Uh, it is reasonably stable. There are There's one red dwarf and two uh, class K yellow main sequence stars. Uh, there are 24 planets and 109 moons. This does not sound like a solved three-body problem, but okay. Well, if you have enough distance, things can be gravitationally bound and not literally flinging rocks at each other. Yeah, sure. Makes sense to me. It's not like I do the physics. Seriously. I mean, does anybody on the show? Uh, don't answer the question. Can we have uh, a computer pilot, for that sort hopefully. of thing? <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, there are six inhabited worlds. Out of uh, 24. Out of the... No, there. If you're talking about gravitationally rounded objects, there are 133 of them. You said planets. Oh moons. yeah, twenty four planets, one hundred nine moons. That's buck thirty three. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no I got there. He was saying six inhabited planets. Six inhabited spheroids. Oh, well, the moons could be uh, inhabitable. Who knows? And in mm. fact, several of them are. 
uh, orbiting, for example, Hutio A, you have two planets uh, that are so far unnamed. That's going to be y'all's problem. Uh, Hutio 2K, so the Kth planet, or the Kth moon of the second planet, and the Pth moon, P, of the second planet. Uh, around Hutio B, the third planet is just a class M terrestrial planet. That's the capital of this system. You're not going there yet. Um, and then also around Hutio B, five, the Seath and the Nth moon are both glaciated planets. Uh, and finally, Hutio C2, this is Gorsh, is a pelagic or oceanic uh, planet with a gravity about 127. A 1.27, not 127. Yeah, that we, seems important. Yeah. Um, nice, breathable atmosphere. Four beautiful moons. Uh, it's a really gorgeous place. Um, is it a tourist trap? Uh, it is not yet a tourist trap. Oh, no. Um, so here's the thing. You all's dude. Uh, what, did y'all, what is y'all name? What did y'all name? The person who actually gives you your orders. Well, they go. Oh, that's that's in the um, uh, company sheet. That is Blaise Pascal. Right, 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 right. The ship librarian. Oh, that's so, right. Yes, Blaise Pascal calls you all into the library. Every agent, every Elysian agent ship has a library, and every Elysian ship library ship's library has a librarian because of course they do uh he calls you all into the library well we go into the library (laughs) (laughs) so as you all know oh god (laughs) we will not be trading in literary tropes today um the library, uh, in addition to your cover as merchants, has asked that we investigate a phenomenon in the on this second planet, uh, second moon of the third planet of no, it is the second planet, the second planet of who do you see? Um. There has apparently been reports of established telepathy. Well, that's bullshit. The fuck? Yes. Sounds fake. But they were established enough as to get some... Some videos on the hyperweb where individuals appeared to be able to speak across species without any sound without moving their various mouth parts. Sounds unpleasant. Indeed. This is your cover. We're, our cover is that we're investigating telepathy. Yes. Why would a freighter crew be interested in investigating telepathy? No, the freighter crew is interested in selling the lovely uh, biochemical reagents that you all bought in the last system. Obviously, yes. 
if anyone asks, uh-huh. you're interested in stories of telepathy. The thing you are actually investigating are a number of very strange disappearances. Do we think they're in any way related to the telepathy? No, but they do sound almost identical to the raid on the library. I mean, oh. pirate raids happen how's all the time. So, oh, so how's this no, different? Not the, the raid. raid. The raid. <laughs> the the raid. raid that led to the establishment of our organization. The one in the books. The one that they have the, the statue of in the atrium. <laughs> Oh, every depiction has like, a different background. Sounds like how? Yes. We are interested in learning Didn't why these things are happening. They are, it is similar in that the assailants appear mm-hmm. behind closed doors. Um, and in at least one reported case... We're writing what sounds like a gene pal, but not a gene pal anybody's ever seen before. I mean, we got backyard um, gene pal hobbyists like every third townhouse. That's true. That's fair. This one's been described as a panther with a lamprey's mouth. Yeah, that's not a conventional oh. gene That's pal. just wrong. Yeah. They were kind of larger than usual, yeah? Yeah, more like horse Gene Pals of unusual size. Gene Pals of unusual size. I don't like it. Gooses. Mm. We'll call them gooses. Have you gooses. seen geese? Gene Pals of unusual size. Gooses. Gooses. So imagine like something it. the size of a small horse. No, I already don't like it. All right, I'm just all right. figuring out where to shoot it. <laughs> Tough yeah. affair. So you are to go to the main city, uh, Taiwei. Uh, it's a city of about 350,000 sapients. Um, it's the primary spaceport and has the main industrial facilities uh, for their main exports. Um. The population is approximately 40% true Euridian, about 45% transhuman, and about 15% transapient of all kinds. Uh, much of the transhuman population work as subsea farmers, as do most of the Euridians. Um, for you all's information, much of the exports of this planet are transgenic kelp. And medicines. I'll make a grocery list. Probably wise. Uh-huh. So, right. it's a, so it's essentially a two-stage veil out cover here, right? Yes. So stage one is we're just simple traders here to sell stuff. Stage Which two is to. say, what's going on? What's what's with all these uh, these reports of tel- telekinesis or telepathy people are talking telepathy. about? Um, that sounds odd. Uh, but the real mission is what's going on with these disappearances? Correct. Uh, so not, not unrelated. You will note that we are next to Connie's void. 
Um, that being the weird-ass hole in space, well, absence of stars in the middle yeah. of the galaxy. Um, we all nervously glance out the window at the uh, vast darkness of space. <laughs> I, I thought it was in the middle of a spiral arm, because the middle of the galaxy is occupied. Okay, if you want to be literal, yes, it's in the spiral arm. Figured of speech, yes. But it's also an area of space without stars that has roughly kept its shape for as oh, yeah. long as w- recorded history. Oh yeah, I mean, physics says it's impossible, but there it is. There it is, with lots of weird mass shadows and no one's able to cross it, and etc., etc. Um, the library does not think this is unrelated. I don't want to go to the black hole in space. It's not a black hole. Nope. You know what black holes are. Frozen stars are perfectly reasonable objects. They're well-documented, well-mapped. You use them all the time. My physics education was severely lacking as a child. Yes, we know you're a warrior cultist. Not my fault. We didn't say it was. Just saying. I occasionally come up with the wrong metaphor. Fair enough. All right. So, do we think that we're the only ones out here looking into this? Great question. Because we might have found out whether there's any local pirate activity if somebody hadn't pulled me out of a bar before I got answers. You weren't getting answers. You You were collecting teeth in your knuckles. I was getting there. No, you really You two keep your foreplay off of briefing time, please. I didn't start it. In any case, go forth, figure out what the hell is going on, make a profit if you can. All right. Speaking of which, um, which one of you yahoos is masquerading as the ship's bursar. Uh, I think that's me, because th- logistics. Put- Wait, bursar. That's the money person. That's the money that person. That would probably yep, be that's Greg. person? Purser. 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 E-U-R-S-E-R. There we go. Uh, yeah, that's probably Tima. <laughs> no, it's probably I mean, Kurt. has the money. Yes. Oh, exactly. the person who has the money. Yes. Mm, yeah, that's Kurt. And if it wasn't yeah. Kurt before, it is now. Yeah. Uh, Dictionary definition. Kai slaps guys? Kurt on the shoulder and says, Congratulations, you've been promoted. Dictionary was... definition, Kai. A person who manages the financial affairs of a college or university. Yep, Kurt. You're looking for- if you're looking for the ship person, that's is it a, purser? No, it's not purser. It's a different Burser, word entirely. I, I don't matter. remember what the person. It doesn't on a matter. Ship was. That's what we're yes, calling. It doesn't. They it call bursers. <laughs> they call them bursers. They do now in this universe. So, in any case, before you all go down to the planet, I think it would be valuable for the listeners to learn more about you all as people and the yahoos you have following. Gleefully following you around the galaxy. 
Oh shit, purser is totally a real thing and means the an officer on a ship who keeps the accounts. Uh, I think we may have just found two words that mean the same thing. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, Kai. Yep. Tell us about the, the, the beings that look out for you when Tila is not keeping you from getting your face smashed in by sailors. Oh no, he gets his face smashed in by sailors. I just ration the amount. The beings that look out for us. Your dependents. Your dependents. Oh, that. Yeah. Uh, so, other than the immediate bridge crew, uh, who are certainly among what Kai might call friends, if he used such a term, uh, the pe- people closest to Kai on the ship are Dr. Zoon Montrose, the ship's morale officer and counselor, who is essentially Kai's parole officer, uh, one of the conditions of his joining Alice and indeed being granted squad leadership, was undergoing extensive amounts of therapy for his multiple trauma-induced personality disorders. Uh, but uh, the therapy has been very helpful in helping him overcome his PTSD, and Kai feels uh, indebted to Dr. Montrose, because otherwise Kai wouldn't be here. He'd probably be dead in a ditch somewhere. And also Penta, uh, a Uridian primarily, but technically hybrid uh, engineer, who at one time had six legs, but now only has five. Uh, if Penta, if Kai knows Penta's real name, he's never spoken it aloud. Uh, they they spend a lot of time together since Kai, in addition to uh, being the bard who stabilizes hyperspace while they travel through it, uh, and the nominal captain, uh, Kai also mines the hydroponic garden that he set up in engineering. It's a very soothing. It helps keep the episodes at bay. And uh, during his time, spending a lot of time down in engineering, listening to the thrum of the engines, he and Penta became dear, dear friends. It's unclear to everyone, I think, including Kai and Penta, whether or not they're dating. (laughs) All right. Um... Now, here's a different question. Who wants to play a companion of Kai in a a brief companion has a problem vignette? Sure. All right, Greg, who are you going to play? I'll play Dr. Montrose. Wonderful. The uh, color-changing ship's counselor needed to show up sooner or later. <laughs> oh. okay. Alright, so Jared set the scene for us on the ship. Uh, and then, Greg, it's your problem, so you get to tell him what it is. Uh, so, as the, the briefing uh, with the... What's the technical term for our librarian? Do we, do we have a title for that role? Librarian. No, his, it is librarian. title is librarian. Right, cool. our briefing officer, librarian, call it what you will. Right, as, as the briefing with the librarian is coming to an end, uh, an alarm goes off on Kai's wrist watch or whatever passes for a watch in the setting. Ah, crap, I gotta go, bye. And, and he just, like, 
walks out the last two minutes of the briefing, uh, whether whether or not it was finished. Uh, he has a therapy appointment. Since, since it's a condition of his continued employment, he's very punctual with them. It might, be, <laughs> it, it might be the only thing he's punctual with. Uh, strolling through the halls, he takes a swig from his pocket flask and stashes it back away to walk into Dr. Montrose's quarters, whatever they are. Office. Dr. Montrose definitely has an office. It awesome. has sun lamps and everything. Excellent. Guy, I would have Doc. expected I would have expected you to be a bit longer. Your meeting hasn't called yet. Yeah, they'll tell me if I missed anything important. Of course they will. Well, uh seems like we're about I'm assuming about to start a new job. How are you feeling? <clears throat> well, the job's clearly bullshit uh, because it matches the conditions of a mythical thing from hundreds of years ago and also is on a planet where there's, and Kai does enormous air quotes here, psychic powers. So I don't know the fuck we're doing here, but either... This is a complete waste of our time, or we're completely unprepared. Either way, it doesn't make a big difference to me. Well, uh, Dr. Mantra says as he stares out the window, um, shifting from like brighter a brighter shade to like a warmer shade. Uh, you say this as we're right next to a blank portion of space where nothing exists and is not remotely possible under the laws of physics and thermodynamics. I slowly turns to look out the porthole. Yeah. That. Um. Still. I, I don't know, Doc. This... <sighs> This doesn't make a damn lick of sense. Wouldn't be the first time, but you know, um, we're going to be flying by the seats of our pants. And uh, you know what else is new? Mm-hmm. Um, this probably goes on for another hour or so as his actual appointment takes place. Um, so then, oh well, it seems like we're about at our time for the day. Oh yeah, so we are. Well. Hey, I went an entire appointment without taking a swig. Uh, Dr. Montrose gets close to you and um, gets in your face. That's because you took it before you walked in the door. God damn it. You realize I've got heightened olfactory senses, right? No. You do? No, you do. Shit. I mean, it was... It was a gene mod it was relatively cheap i got it on sale but it works all right fine (sighs) as an interjection there's a very tinny um like you can almost hear the advertisement coming from dr montrose's uh off-market uh auditory implants 
he rolls his eyes. Um, <laughs> listen, Kai, I... Something feels off about this. What do you mean? I just, I need you to promise me. You've been making such good strides in your um, growth. I need you to promise me. No matter what happens, you're going to keep working on yourself, right? You've gone through a lot. You don't deserve to be where you're at. You deserve to change. You deserve to be happy. I want you to continue that. No matter what. You're really serious about this, aren't you? Dead serious. I don't... I don't know why. I don't know why I feel this way, but... Okay. Just trust me. And trust yourself, okay? It's... It still seems like either a milk run or a suicide mission, but sure. I promise no matter what happens, I will keep on the path. Thank you. Y'all heard it here. Kai promised to stay on the wagon. (laughs) I was thinking about what on earth Dr. Montrose would want. And I figured it doesn't have to be an item now, does it? Hey, hey, hey. All right. Cool. Thank you, uh, Greg and Jared. Uh, hilariously, because of Discord order, Kurt, you are now up. Uh, so introduce your companion and set the stage. And we need somebody to play uh, Kurt's companion. Yes. Uh, um, Kurt's companion is his former gene pal, uh, generalist. There's no way to make it as alliterative as Pokemon Professor. Gene Pal Professor. Um, Misty Bay Remains of the Jetty. Uh, Misty Bay, as is shortened, is a Zuzampian, one of the other species that is like, what if a coral reef was ambulative? (laughs) Is what we came up with. Yeah, we did. That's a thing you all came up with. It's true. Um, one day while on Kurt's home planet, he passed Kurt by and realized that this young, half-human, half now clone child seemed like he had a good command of things and gave him a chance to get a gene pal of his own, which is how he wound up with Pep Pep. And wow, he wound up eventually becoming gene pal league champion. So the professor has continued to be invested in Kurt's development as a person. And due to his nature as being a gene pal professor, he has a side gig working for the Alexandrian library as a gene pal specialist and xenologist. And that's how Misty Bay ended up on the uh, Hypatia and eventually how he ended up recruiting Kurt for the Hypatia. Cool. So, who is going to play Misty Bay? I can. Cool. Uh, And... What is is Misty Bay's sort of... Do you have a sense of their gender identity? Um... I kept using key, but I would assume, especially 
not assume that's not right. I would, considering they are sentient coral reefs, I would presume non-binary is okay. probably the way to go. Okay. Misty Bay, yes. Uh, yeah, you get the sort of warbling trill on your little uh, on your little uh, communicator device, uh, indicating that Misty Bay would like you to come meet them down in the, down in the uh, in the Gene Pal Gym, which is one of the one of the the uh, bays. One of the cargo bays has been converted into a Gene Pal Gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, pep, pep, pep. <sighs> Yeah, boy, let's go. Uh, and the three of them toddle over to the gymnasium. Uh-huh, right. Three, three of them. Uh, sword. Kurt, Pep, and Soul Edge. Oh God, he is mechanically just a broadsword, but he is a gene pal. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Disappointed and sorry. All right, keep going. Keep going. Everything's fine. All right, as you walk into the into the G, uh, into into the gym, you see uh you see Misty Bay uh closely watching these two uh these two little like salamandery looking creatures that are each one no bigger than than the than the size of a person's hand uh like square up in this tiny tiny little like ring. <laughs> and uh He's like, and he he's watching them, and then uh, he like rings this tiny little bell, and they just start they just start viciously attacking each other. <laughs> of <laughs> at course, a speed, they do. at a speed that's almost too fast for the human eye to follow. <laughs> and then he rings the bell again, and they stop. And he's like, "All right, well, these two show some promise." Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. They seem pretty evenly matched. Oh, hi, Kurt. You got my you got my little warble. Yes. Uh, how's uh, Pup-Up doing? Hey, Pup-Up. Hey, Pup-Up. Pup-Up. <laughs> um, he uh-huh. starts playfully licking uh, Misty Bay, probably partially because of the familiarity <laughs> and care and partially because of the um, sodium composition. <laughs> right. They love the salt. <laughs> Calcium the salts, salt. sodium salts, all <laughs> kinds of salts. All the salts uh-huh. that are good for a young Pup-Up. Uh, yes, uh, Pep Pup and Soul Edge are doing pretty well, Doc. Well, great. Hey, I I heard that we are in orbit around a certain aquatic planet. We sure are. Well, I have it on good authority that this particular aquatic planet has a has a, a, a population of wild uh, beasts on it. Um, called uh, they're called uh, sea sprinters. And they are, uh, from what people tell me, uh, just about the fastest swimmers in the whole known galaxy. Soul Edge, Soul Edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they were saying. Now, uh, I can't, I, I wouldn't go so far as to ask you to acquire me a specimen, but of course I wouldn't turn one down if one was in the offering. But gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I wouldn't. Well, if you could trouble yourself to uh, to at least get some sort of uh, documentation, maybe see one of these things, get a recording of it in action. Mm-hmm. Boy, Certainly that sure prof. would be fine. Certainly, Prof. I'll see if I can find one or acquire one. Uh, but well, Doc, right. uh, while we were in the meeting, the uh, librarian mentioned something. 
what'd they mention? Honestly, the mission's kind of concerning. They were saying something about um, people might, on the planet might have telepathy. Huh. But more than that, people were disappearing. And some of them that were disappearing were on these these gene pals, but they're not anybody I've seen in the um, gene pal genome. Uh, I've It's like this a quadruped size standing maybe human height with like a lamprey mouth. Mm. I don't recall any of those in the genome. Could be a Southland sucker, although they're usually a lot smaller than that. Yeah, they're a lot smaller. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you about that. Doesn't sound, again, you know, get some photographic evidence, bring it to the old prof, and uh, we'll see what we can make of it. Absolutely. Well, oh, I there's do. a there's a ding on uh, on the the good Professor Misty Bay's um, hyperlink, mm. and it's a, a search that just finished. There's another animal on uh, this planet, Gorsh, that is rele- that might be relevant. They're called bobsters. 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 Bovine lobsters. Wow. Um. It's one of the planet's main exports. They're chirally fixed Euridian uh, herd animals. Uh, imagine a lobster that's a little bit squished and also the size of a cow. Bobsters. That, that sure would be cool to have one of those up here too. I, I can't imagine all the possibilities. Those big old, those big old, old, old clipper claws they got there. That might that might go. That might really well, really come in um, handy. Uh, knowing Tema, we might acquire some, not just as study materials, but also as food production. But, oh, that's such a shame. You know me, I'm a strict vegetarian. I mean, you don't have much for saying, Prof. <laughs> Hold on a damn minute. This, this is gene pal bullshit. There are talking vegetables. <laughs> Being a vegetarian has absolutely zero ethical weight in a universe <laughs> where there are talking broadswords and talking plants. Why are you sir? It's a moral weight. It could just be dietary requirements. Okay, it's a, I, I would it's think a living, it's a living reef. A living I don't think he's much reef. say in the matter. Listen, dietary requirements would be you plop them into a pool full of plankton and he sifts it out. That okay. sounds like vegetarianism. Plankton are animals. <laughs> but they're microscopic animals. I mean, they hardly even count. The professor, the professor, the professor considers himself, despite what anyone else might think, to be morally superior on account of his vegetarianism. Oh, of course. Uh, what was the made-up name of the gene pal that you think the uh, writers are? See, wait. Oh, the writers. No, see, yeah, the one, the one that. No, no, no. Oh, I was writers are, it was, uh, might be a Southland sucker. Southland Sucker, thank you. Oh. That's, that's pretty great. All right. So your mission, should you choose to accept it, is, um, it's all down, is to get you a sample of both or either of the weird Southland Sucker or uh, the uh, absolutely normal Sea Sprinters. Normal and real sea sprinters. 
Clearly. Clearly. All right. Cool. All right. Who's next going to be Roscoe Holtz? Uh, this is Roscoe Holtz. Roscoe's uh, companion and set the stage, and then we will... Somebody's going to place Roscoe's uh, companion. Yes, so my, my uh, best beloved is uh, Gracie Swelcherbink. Um, she's in an odd position of the crew. She seems to represent, in fact, the crew almost like a union representative. Um, seems to be legal counsel, but it's unclear. I mean, one might think she's for the ship, but apparently no. She's a bit of an activist. It's hard to say. Anyway, Roscoe seems the and Roscoe and she seem to have fallen into a relationship which he finds inexplicable but pleasant. What was actually more again? so? Hmm? Name again, please. Gracie. Hang on a second. Gracie Swelterbeck. Gracie. Species. Cuban. That's no, okay. You're good. Uh There you go. Right. And what species I mean, this is a Stoltzy game, so it's fair to steal a name from a Stoltzy game. Yes. What species is Gracie? Cuban. Okay. As much as Roscoe is. Yeah. <laughs> so, transhuman. So, sure. I, I volunteer to play Gracie. Okay. All right, so Dan set the stage, and then Laura, tell him what Gracie needs. I'll get there. Um, uh, we're in the uh, ship cantina, cafe, whatever you call it, the the food hall. Mess hall. Mess hall, there you go, those are words. Um, Does Gracie go off ship during these these missions? Um, only as needed to, you know, bail out, like, crew. Okay. Etc. Okay. Teach. <laughs> Roscoe really doesn't quite follow what her position is, and that's fine with him. She would be ship's counsel, but she noticed that sh- the sh- ship's crew didn't have a union rep, and so now she's the union reps and their counsel. <laughs> Sometimes she deigns to include you all in crew. Yes. And, like I said, Roscoe just tries not to think about that because that's all that all that highfalutin law stuff is uh, not his thing. He flies ships. Okay, sweetheart, I need you to get me something. Uh huh. I need a copy of the entirety of the local law books. Huh. Um, from where From we the land, system. Or the, sy- the system. The system. Also, the local jurisdiction, if it's different. Huh. Okay. Uh, he taps a note into his, uh, you know, uh, handheld. I'm, I, if you can get them in the physical copy, that would be great. I need the reference material. Roscoe is totally staring. I don't even understand what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> but the hyperlink will do. Okay. I'm looking to. Don't, don't. So you know. So in other words, if we find local librarians, they can help with this. Got it. Yes. I just need multiple feelers out. Nice. Roscoe gives her a look. Anyway. <laughs> so Gracie ultimately needs a physical copy. Uh-huh. 
of the, of the local, law. <laughs> local law. You are conversant with the fact, Miss Gracie, uh-huh. that Old Earth's U.S. law code literally filled the library all by itself. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, silent reading, you're up next. Oh, look, I, 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 I do have one last thought of that. Uh, wait allowance per crew member? Could be a problem. <laughs> that sounds like a y'all problem. That's, that, not that's a fine. Problem. It's going to be Blaze's yeah. problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So silent reading's companion is, is his brother, Cheerful Humming. And I believe I've described them as the embodiment of that uh, that uh, logic problem about the two brothers, one of which always lies and the other always tells the truth. Uh (laughs) Cheerful Humming is the one that always tells the truth. Very likable. Which means that silent reading always lies. Uh (laughs) I don't always lie. I'm just very, very good at lying. Are you so good at lying? We can't tell when you're lying versus about telling the truth. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm trustworthy even for even amongst people who know that who know my reputation, which is which is quite a feat. But cheerful humming is legitimately a good guy. Like he is very very kind and uh, invaluable, and always thinks the best of people, and is always open and honest and forthright in every way. We don't let him off the ship, right? <laughs> no. He's not usually a, an active member of the of the of the missions, no. What what does he do on the ship? They do? Um uh, they I don't know that I assigned them a job. Uh perhaps they work with the librarian organizing information. Sounds good. Knowledge management is an important Important project management skill. And we want the people who actually work internals at the library to be quite honest and uh, and helpful at all times. That is a true fact. Uh, who is going to play Cheerful Humming? I'll do it. Okay. Uh, Ethan, set the scene, and then Laura? <laughs> the fuck does Cheerful Humming need? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Well, silent reading is going to stay in the library probably after the briefing to uh, see uh, to look at do some some preliminary research about any any other uh, you know fables or or things about uh, about telepathy. Uh, so he wants to do some reading. So uh, e- Ethan, mm-hmm. you want to do a reference request interview here? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> are 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 you sure about that? So I I I approach the uh the desk where uh where uh cheerful humming sits. Uh Hello. Hello, brother. How are you doing, brother? You know, uh I'm doing okay. Uh I was looking for some research information for this, uh, this planet we're about to touch down on. There's See, some I sort of... love this part of my job. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and I love helping you do it. I love it when you can help me out. Um, so what I'm needing help with is anything having to do with 
telepathy. Because people out there are saying, oh, there's some kind of telepathy going on. I don't know what to make of this. Pretty broad. Let's work our magic and get it down to something a bit more actionable. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to uh, limit it to uh, reports of telepathy within the system? Not in this system, no, because uh, mm. this there haven't been, as far as we know, we don't... Well, actually, why do, that's actually a good place to start. Let's do that. Yeah, start with any history of this particular system or any records of odd psychic phenomena Okay, here. do we want to include or exclude things that have been demonstrably proven to be cons? No, we do not want to exclude those. Never exclude the con. Okay. <laughs> Are we putting a time limit on reports? Do we want to keep a- everything within the past 50 solar years? Probably more like 75 uh, okay, last I couple generations. That. That's a fair point. Okay, I will put it in at 75 solar years. Oh, wait, let me look up generational lengths in, in solar system. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. Ooh, they're long. They're long. Let's let's move really? it to 100. Sounds good. Okay. Hmm. What what else can we put in here for a more targeted search? Yeah, we're still uh we still need some more limiters, don't we? Um Yeah. Do do we have anything about species? I don't think we've had a read on which species is reporting this yet, so that's probably not a usable one. Uh, although we could start with the, what did they say the main species is on this planet again? The most Okay, we'll, we'll stick with main species. Okay. True Uridians. Sorry? True, quote unquote, yeah. true Uridians. Yeah, okay. true Uridians. Okay, yeah. Okay. Mm. Silent reading, I really need you to work on your, uh, your limiters when you come to the reference desk yeah 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 i know i know i know how many results are we getting something like what three million or something i'm guessing 13.7 okay i was gonna ask you to add in other uridian stuff but uh it's probably gonna spread it too thin um let's see i am gonna put in some uh, limiters to try and eliminate duplicate reports yeah Mm. That cuts it down to about 6.5 million. <sighs> let's, Anything? let's look at here. Let, let's keep it local. Okay. <laughs> I think, and we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so it sounds. Cheerful yeah, Humming's request is for silent reading to make their job easier and know what they're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Can you narrow that down? You need some narrower parameters for the search. I love it. So sounds like silent reading might have to uh, go a little more all in on our cover story of looking for stories of telepathy than the rest of us. (laughs) For sure. He was going to anyway. We all know this. (laughs) You okay there? Fine. Fine. Um, For the listeners at home, I have to pull from more than a decade ago from my one class on how to do uh, reference uh, requests because I'm not a reference librarian. I've done reference much more recently than that. You nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And a a great callback to a voice that I know that Chris from RPX would absolutely be be delighted to hear come back to the podcast. (laughs) Craig. Oh, Craig. (laughs) 
It's not like I have a lot of different voices. Anyway. All right. So, Tama, uh, who is your companion? And... Uh, My companion is Libby, um, who is a scrappy street rat who tried to pick my pocket like three systems ago. And I just sort of picked her up by the back of the collar and brought on the ship and Mm -hmm. informed her that she was going to be getting an education now. I could do the childlike innocence that will cause great trauma for you. Yes, again. Beautiful. All right, set the stage, and then... uh, Oh, dear. Dan, tell us what Libby needs. Well, set the stage first. So, um, after briefing, uh, Tama goes back to the kitchen, which is also where her office is, because... You know, it takes a lot of time to cook enough food for all these yahoos. Um, so I'm going to start putting together a uh, list of things we need to buy on planet. And I intend to be talking uh, with Libby about it because uh, we are heading to the market and I want to brief her on uh, what... Um, Rumors to be keeping an ear out for because this is how we gather information. We go shopping. Shopping. That's not good. That's shopping is learning. I I, I know. I, this is fantastic. Yes. No. Does shopping for shiny things count? No pickpocketing. Oh, actual shopping. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Giving you the look of, you could give me some funds then, right? <laughs> look, do you want to have to get bailed out by Gracie again? Hmm. So, exactly what should I be doing then? Uh, just to be clear, I don't want to get in trouble. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> she talks a lot. Big words, too, huh? High speed! Mm-hmm. All right, so you're going to be carrying things for me. You're going to be looking very cute, which I know you do very well. And okay. you're going to uh, induce people to talk to you and tell you about all the fun, cool things that you can find on this planet to do. And we're going to be keeping our ears out for uh, places you're not supposed to go because people disappear there. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, really pay attention to those ones. And also be, oh, golly, gee whiz, telepathy sounds so cool and fun. Where do I go to find out more about that? Okay, I can do that. Mm-hmm. You're good at it. Uh-huh. Ask questions. I can do that. I can just keep asking questions. Should I stop before they cry? Yes, we want to okay. leave them happy that we oh, came right. and bought things, not sad. Okay, okay. Can't do. Uh, Don't worry. Don't worry. I will let you know when I want you to make them cry. Okay. So. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Can we get a prop, though? I think maybe some sort of, I don't know, stuffed uh, omnivore or something. Something fuzzy. Like a gene pail, but, you know, stuffed. You know, cute. Not, not, you know, toy version. Oh, toy version. That'll sell me being younger. Yeah, that's the reason. Yes, exactly. That's why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll stop and, and get one out of stores before we head out with our hover cart. 
and, you know, start buying sacks and sacks of food. Okay. Libby needs a Jean Pal stuffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, yes. To look yuck. A beanie baby Jean Kelly. Oh my god. Oh god, I don't even believe I said that. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So we got a whole bunch of needs laid out. Um, so two rolls before we hit planet side. I would like our pilot to roll. What did we decide this was going to be? I mean, piloting? I do have that. Yeah, pilot is concealed. Is it just pilot? Yeah, pilot. No, I, I, it's uh, expertise pilot. One of the coordination skills. Pilot coordination, so yeah, so eight dice. Yeah, so roll eight. coordination. Yeah. Look, you want your pilot to be good at this. I mean, that's fair. So I am looking at Roscoe Holtz, coordination. Uh, I see five expert pilot. Yep, awesome. Five plus three. There we go. There you go. That looks like uh, three twos and a pair of sixes. That'll do you four. And I, I will point out that I don't know if this translates to flying, but I do have the insouciant monkey style, which lets me add dodge to any roll as without any penalty or any action, rather. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think you need that. I was hoping not, but you never know. You never know. All right, so nothing exciting happens as you pilot your way down to the spaceport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> silent reading. Uh, I need you separately <laughs> to roll a uh, knowledge plus uh, data formats or okay. a knowledge roll to attempt to narrow things your search query knowledge three data formats is two so uh you can also do lore okay i'll do lore so three so i'm rolling 66 60 10 10. that's important by s Eh? Uh, i have pair fours pair fours all right um you are able to narrow things slightly and learn that uh, many of the quote-unquote true Euridians are represented by a political party called the Pure Hearts. Pure Hearts? Pure Hearts, who are a bunch of bioconservative, proactionary pacifists who are deeply into a sort of it sounds a little messianic, a little messianic uh, mysticism. Like they're kind of, they're hippies, but they're bioconservative hippies. So imagine back to the earthers, anti-vaccines, but like they're basically socialists. Yeah. Um, For the record, listeners, I designed this political party for Ethan Cordray. Aww. (laughs) <laughs> did you just take a whole bunch You're of welcome. political <laughs> ideologies and shove them in a blender dear god that makes well, not entirely I, sense. I mean that's what they do 
Have you not met these people? No, you've talked to us before. <laughs> no, no. Ethan has a very clear idea what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, someone does. Is it Georgism? Yeah, basically. Well, they're like <laughs> they're like distributed Georgia's distributists. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, now you're just making up words. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is we're not. Yeah, that is the best. But they are not. So, part of narrowing the the query terms are you you come to find out that many of the reports about telepathy seem to coincide with uh, true heart, uh, pure heart, excuse me, pure heart mm-hmm. uh, religious ceremonies um, and sundry religious things. Huh. And it doesn't seem to be a con. I mean, it might be a con, but you don't think it's a con. I am going to then attempt uh, probably to get in contact with these people. Uh, or an official from the party. I'm going to continue. I'm going to to look into it by trying to trying to uh, get in get in touch with one of them. So we can come back to that once you all are on the the way down planet. Um, but just so I know how likely it is, roll me charm plus grace. Charm plus grace. That sounds good. Which is four. So you hit roll and then four. D- Slash two. roll. Yeah. Make sure you get the dice golem. You did it. Yeah, I got it. Ooh, oh, oh boy. Well, that'll work. That is three tens. Uh, uh Fuck. Now I've got to make up a name. Seems like it's going to be pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. <it's pretty laughs> two, three. God damn it. Well, we can worry about that later. You've got we'll a few minutes back. to ponder this. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, so while I look up behind the name. What are y'all doing as y'all land, get to the spaceport and uh, disembark? Starting well, in I... Discord order, uh, <laughs> Kai. Well, now that we're out of hyperspace and I don't need to be navigating, I am not bothering to go back to the bridge unless somebody tells me that uh, that somebody needs the, the captain's attention. Roscoe's got this under control. Uh, silent reading can operate the, the sensor systems and figure out if there's anything going on. And quite frankly, Kurt can make nice with anybody if they need it. So I, I'm headed down to engineering and tending to the plants and chatting with Penta. Okay. Uh, I, I'm particularly working on a, uh, a new crop that I picked up on the last planet. It's, um, it's a carnivorous plant. Uh, so it's a little difficult to, uh, to tend to without getting bitten. Uh, but yes. that's that's where the fun part is. Uh, indeed, it is. So I, I would like Kai to roll uh, coordination plus dodge. Oh, I can't <laughs> use knowledge plants. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Um, I'm gonna fail. <laughs> 
but let's just see what happens. Oh yeah, I totally whiffed. Uh, yeah, so with height nine, uh, above kiss, uh, go ahead and take. I don't think you actually take any actual damage. Just just pride. Just like a toothed vine whips out and like wraps around your uh, left arm. Uh, it just kind of holds you pulsing, trying to like bite, th- like the suckers are trying to bite through your shirt. It's kind of cute, <coughs> and it would be like super painful if it was able to get through like wh- what amounts to Kevlar that you wear. Uh, hey, but yeah, no, it's no, trying real off. hard to eat you. Get, get the get get the fuck off. Get. Get the fuck. Okay, I, after realizing that Kai's not going to get out, uh, he grabs his knife and just cuts off that vine. God fucking damn it. Now I got to start that one over. <sighs> Turns back to Penta. No, when you cut it if off, anybody asks, you didn't see that. No, when, it, when you cut it off, something happens. A. Um, Some of the rest of the main body of the plant kind of descends to where you can see it and gives you a really toothy grin that looks almost like you. Yeah, okay, I can live with that. Um, so what Kai managed to bring onto the ship is a, a little beauty we're going to call Mimic Vines. I'm sure it's fine. Sounds fine. But they, they are, in fact, edible and quite tasty. I'm sure the professor has had a grand old time studying them. <laughs> if you're willing to eat your own like you. Uh, so you're hanging out with Penta. Um, if anybody see. asks, you didn't see that. Nothing happened here. <laughs> Penta just shrugs at you. Uh, since he has not ever been able to speak your language and has not started today. Uh, all right. So you're hanging oh, out in the Kai gardens. certainly feels like they communicate just fine. <laughs> and that's why they may be dating. Um, maybe. All right. What's Kurt doing as you all get down and start disembarking? Um, well, as the bursar, he does need to... He is probably some of the um, more... Um, he, he's probably going to be part of the face of the um, first layer of secrecy to our mission. Um but he is also not the seller person. He is the contacts person. So he is going to be um, roaming like any markets or anything <coughs> near the shuttle bay and um, just start to talk with people, get to know them. See All if right. he can find some good deals so that can... somebody else can then make. <laughs> uh, you don't have any enough people on the ship for that. you got to do both. Um, Oh, I, I think I, it's all fine. 
this is the sort of thing that uh, that I'm sure Kurt could page Kai for. Uh, Kai <laughs> is is good at yelling at people and getting lower prices. Uh, sure. Um, yeah, he yeah. can pop in. Um, are you done playing with the vines yet? I was going to go do some shopping. Ungracefully snapping the, the remains of a vine off of his sleeve. Yeah, sure. Fine. We're done here. Okay. Uh, and as you pass, um, I think this is when I stick my head out and uh, demand to go along. He's got the money. I want. To of get course, Tima. Yes. Where's Libby? At my heels. Oh God! So there's a little party right there. Mm-hmm. Um, as Tima, roll me coordination plus dodge. Joy. Uh, Since you're there, or now I get to figure out how to <laughs> use this roll dice. That's why we're doing this. Uh, uh, oh, this is the tutorial level. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Of course. <laughs> Shut up. S. S. What do you mean S? You wanted an S there. Height uh, oh. nine. Height nine. Oh. Look, it- I have five dice. What do you want? Huh. It grabs Libby. The Lamp. N- knife out, cut it off. So ledge. <laughs> um, I will also try to help. No, it's several knives. <laughs> several knives. <laughs> like a ver- <laughs> veritable pirate's nest of knives appear. <laughs> Two in Libby's hands. <laughs> and Libby is not Jacques. Reincarnated. <laughs> totally not. <laughs> nope. Um, she gives you a come on. More importantly, what? she's not George reincarnated. George, that's why <laughs> nobody, nobody's George. George. <laughs> George. Oh, George, that was a great character. Um, anyway, the great sidekick, side character, totally not uh, Cthuloid monstrosity. Oh no, he's just a. It's just a psychopath. <laughs> just a normal... <laughs> anyway, back to the game normal. we're currently playing. Anyway. Yes. Um, so four of us are disembarking on uh, this dimension of the the quest. <laughs> True facts. Uh, so, let's see. Kurt, I would like you to... to sense empathy... As you all are trawling through, uh, you have, let's call it, now you tell me, what amount of your cargo is sellable uh, reagents? I'm sorry, I, I missed that last part. Sellable what? Uh, biochemical reagents. Let's say the reagents are probably like at least half our cargo. Okay. Uh, give me. A made-up number for... And a made-up metric unit of uh, weight. Um, uh, uh, How how do you measure um, gases again? Um, Volume? Oh, sure. Uh, Yeah, um... 40,000 pounds per square inch of... um, 
guess. I can't think of a sciencey name for it. Fine. I like it. So how about 40 tons of gaseous reagents under high pressure? Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Sounds okay. right. Sure. So that's what you got to sell. Yes. Um, so yeah, roll me sense empathy to find somebody looking to buy. Height. Height seven. Um, Height seven. Takes you most of the afternoon, but you do eventually find a um, a buyer for one of the local uh, industrial co-ops. Um, but unfortunately, your transapient status means that he won't talk to you. He is true Eridian, and I'm not Eridian, but I, I'm not modified. I look unmodified. Does that um, mean he'll talk to us? Kai, Tema, can one of you uh, talk with this guy? I think I need to <sighs> take a walk for a bit. Yeah, sure. Uh, but but before before you head out, carrot or stick? <laughs> I think he's one of the biocons on the planet. Judging by his unwillingness to even look in my general direction, I'd say stick. Carrot, carrot, if you can. <laughs> what the fuck did you? Have you been here the whole time? <laughs> yeah, I'm usually here the whole time. <laughs> it's Christ. in his name. You're right. You're Fucking right. stick letting, up like that. I'm letting my emotions get the better of me. You should probably do carrot. Fine, I'll start with the fucking seems carrot. Like a jerk. Wait, I thought I was the carrot. I thought I was no, the good cop. Good. You were the bad cop. What's your haggle? Uh, haggle I don't have, but I do have charm plus grace. Well, I've got a haggle of four, so. Welp. We'll we'll see how this goes. We 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 may be uh switching off roles. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, Kai whips out his jaunty hat, uh, which is a dark blue and black zebra-striped cabbie cap with <laughs> matching colored feathers. Uh, I, well, need, I need a picture. <laughs> words are not doing this justice. <laughs> While you were gone, I answered a, a, a Stolzy-esque rule. Uh-huh. Um, if you use haggle, uh-huh. you must have a ridiculous hat. That's fair. I will get you a picture of this newly created uh, zebra print cabbie cap with feathers later. Uh, but for now, uh, Kai whips out this hat, which is in fact new to Kai. Uh, he doesn't actually remember buying it, but it was certainly with him when he woke up from one of his drunken blackouts, so it's his now. Um, Puts it atop his head at at a appropriately uh, complimentary angle, and saunters up to the true Euridian. What hat does the Euridian put on? Oh, good. Well, you have to roll for it, right? 
Yeah, yeah. This is this is galaxy wide understood that if you're going to engage in any form of commerce, you must be wearing a hat. A uh, yellow and dark green zebra striped bicorn. Zebra stripes are apparently in this season. <laughs> I'm sorry, that broke me for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry, is there a problem with zebra stripes being in fashion this season? <laughs> no, no, the yellow-green zebra-striped bicorn broke me. The zebra oh, okay. stripes seem perfectly reasonable. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, so... The, the sector of space may have just recently received ancient uh, radio waves from old Earth, from an era known as the... 70s? Oh no. It would explain a few things. Indeed it would. Uh <laughs> so let's see. Generate another name. <sighs> Hail Stranger. Uh, I am uh Aurabeat. This is my I, I am here to do commerce with you. Disappointed in the Friends you keep, but cannot at all maintain the unity of our species. Well, no accounting for taste. I don't know why people go in for all that gene modification. Factory standard makes just as much sense to me. I'm getting along just fine. Name's Kaiuhila. We've got uh, a hefty load of compressed gases that we're looking to give to an interested party. His ears. No, he doesn't have ears. He's Uridian. <laughs> uh, antenna? One of his petty pulps raises an interest. Wait. Uridian. That, those are the spider folks. Never yeah. mind. One no, of his petty pulps one of his petty pulps trimmers at the word give away at the words give away. I didn't say give away, I said give. Anyway. Um, well, I am for a, a factor. Fair, for a fair market price, of course. Of course. As a factor of one of the local uh, medicinal factories, I, I would be delighted to haggle with you. And my I just say, a fantastic hack. And you as well. I, I see that you've also got the memo about stripes. Yes, they are in this season. And I, was... I don't know why people weren't wearing them sooner. Indeed. So he has a haggle of two and a command of one. So we'll see how that goes for him. So is this like an opposed role? I, I can't remember how these sorts of... It's opposed-ish. Yeah. So he's going to roll, and you're going to roll. Indeed. Um... You need to pause and then click Dice Golem and then put in the input.
Uh, height 10 is... Your height beats his height. So And yeah. neither of us have a pair? Wow. Well, he only has three, so... Well, that's sad. Uh, so... <laughs> Describe how you all spend the next half hour talking each other in circles before finally settling a, basically at, like, the standard market rate. <laughs> um, so... Having heard that that one of the local uh, biochem companies is looking, Kai immediately jumps, uh, totally putting the cart before the horse, to trying to raise the price because clearly uh, this is a prestigious buyer who can afford to buy the best. Uh, the Iridian counters by uh, some think of the children they're they're making such important pharmaceuticals counter argument and. Uh, the, they're both being polite to the point of ineffectual in in their counteroffers. So instead of actually shooting each other down, they're just sort of repeating the same points over and over for a half hour before they finally go, <laughs> okay, sure, fine, market price. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And... We will say that that is worth be on the well, so that will be worth uh, three wealth for uh, for captain um, to be provided to the ship's purser as soon as possible. Um, should I, should we just keep that in like the assets section of the company? Sure. Okay. I mean, for the moment, I've, I've put it in my gear. Uh, I there there is a very low chance that there's going to be enough time and opportunity for me to either gamble or drink it away. But you never know. That's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, speaking Tema of and I you, around. <laughs> being here, Tama. Mm-hmm. Um. Good news, bad news. Uh-huh. The good news is the thing you expected to happen happened. He sold things? No. Libby ran off. Yeah. The bad news is you forgot to put her tracker on her. So you you need to go find Libby. Um I would accept sense sight. Or sense eerie. Well, do you need help with either of those? Difference in the numbers there. I can't listen for her. Sure, you could listen for her. And then S. Mm hmm. Uh huh. I don't think you need the space. Yep, no spaces. It worked! Trip fives. Oh yeah, you find her. She's in an alley mm -hmm. with a bunch of uh, transapient kids. Mm -hmm. uh, literally rolling dice. <laughs> uh, she's got a pile of coins at her feet. Mm -hmm. And one of the kids is further down the alley crying. Uh, there appears to be a marble at her feet as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
She looks very pleased with herself. Libby. Oh, oh I like this one. <laughs> Me too. Hi, Taylor. <laughs> what were the rules about making people cry? I, I didn't mean to. He, he bet his marble that I couldn't get boxcars on five dice. It's not my fault he didn't know the statistics. And this is a valuable lesson. Give him his marble back. Oh, come on. Give him his marble back and we'll go get the stuffy. Oh, okay. Please note I didn't say anything about the coins. (laughs) (laughs) No, she keeps the coins. I assume those disappeared into her belt the second I said something. Oh, absolutely. Um, Oh, good cut, Jared. Mm-hmm. Belt, Orion's belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's totally a marble. It is actually a marble. It's a, it's a little glass marble. Uh, she gives it back to the younger than her, younger than her, uh, gender indeterminate being, mm-hmm. age also indeterminate, but definitely crying. Um, definitely takes juvenile. Look at, Definitely juvenile. Takes the marble and just sprints off. The, There's totally has, not a galaxy in there. The kid who has the mar- who has the marble back now sprints off? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alright, so y'all have sold some stuff and obtained basically no information yet. Uh, silent reading. Oh no, I asked Libby what she f- found out from talking with the kids. Oh! Mm. Um, that's fair. And as you... And she looks at you and goes, Stuffy. Talk to me on the way. Better not hold out on me. When have I held out on you? She names three planets. How? Little kid? Little kid. She knows exactly how you did it. Uh It doesn't make sense. But she gives you three concrete examples. That insult her sense of karma? We have to work on your rhetoric lessons. I think followed up by ethics. She she gives you the little kid face. Uh-huh. Um, Last one's optional. <laughs> Do you actually say that? No. <laughs> Not if he has any sense of self-preservation. He doesn't. Not Kai, more than once. Well, so first of all, Kai does not, does not, in fact, have a sense of self-preservation. Uh, every day that he wakes up and discovers he's still alive is nothing short of a miracle. But that being sense said, of he, where he he's next to uh, partying on the town is going to be from. Right. He doesn't actually say that. He just like snorts under his breath, uh, like a <laughs> suppressed laugh that is still very obvious. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't. He doesn't make it explicit. He just is clearly laughing at a comment about ethics lessons. Seriously. Uh, so what does Libby call you? Just Tama, or does she, has she, like, have you all been together long enough that she has adopted some sort of parentalish name for you? Uh, I think just Tama, probably. Okay. I, I think that's a her thing, not a me thing. Got it. Uh, so... So, Tammy, the, the, the kids talked a lot mm-hmm. about there were there have been a couple of 
human disappearances. But none of the other races have disappeared, including the transhumans. Just the humans. Just standard stock humans. The kids say where to avoid. They said the true Eurydians. That's not great. Um, And one of the Eurydian kids said that that was a lie Mm -hmm. and that that wasn't fair, that the true Eurydians were just trying to live their their lives. And Mm -hmm. and then one of the... um, there were now human hybrids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got in a scuffle, and, and and then they hugged, and 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 then the uh, the Murnau kid, I mean the Murnau human kid, um, uh, headbutted, headbutted, headbutted the uh, the other. It was a lot. Um, this all sounds totally normal to me. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what we do. And so, this is the the true Eurydians, the true, yeah, the true Eurydian sectors. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few play. There's a few baseline human enclaves, mm-hmm. and that's that's where the disappearances have been. Um, they they making, mentioned they making mythology about the disappearances yet? No, it was one of their parents. That sucks. Um, and then they mentioned, uh, somebody's name, um, like, like Rock Knight, or that wasn't it, um, Jewel something. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Okay. I give her a fist bump. Good job there, kiddo. I think we should work on the memory palace technique too. Memory what now? She just she just like closes her eyes and sighs. And stuffy. I hold out a stuffy to her. It's a it's a pet pup stuffy. Uh-huh. She's really happy. She gets the pet pup stuffy. The pet vendor behind gets me gets the <laughs> money. She got her stuffy. Yeah. Um, oh, I had one of those now as a youngling. Pet pup. Just wh- how does pet pup like, get around with? Like, first of all, you need to describe pet pup for our listeners. Okay. Um, pet pup is an actual official gene pal in uh, Star Streamers from Best Pal Brigade Games. Um, but pet pup is best described as like a genetic cross between at least my envisioning of it in this plane of existence, a, uh, a cross between like a Rottweiler and a wolf. So think like if a wolf had like a stance of a Rottweiler. Oh God. Uh, and the musk and the bulk. Um, but also electric. I like blue, this dog. Electric blue f- fur, kind of shaggy with electric yellow uh, zigzag lines bolting along the sides. Um, Pet pups normally, but especially Kurtz, uh, none of the, it's hard to tell if any of the gene pals are like fully sentient. They're at least sapient, but, uh, Kurtz pet pup especially seems to have an uncanny, um, knack for judging people's emotions in trying to, uh, better or console them, especially when people are sad. 
Okay. Pep Pep is fully ambulatory, uh, walks on all fours. Okay. So not, not, it does not ride on you. No. Um, is at your side. Pep Pep goes up to Libby and just like leans. (laughs) Happy, happy doggy. Um, Libby is no longer light enough to ride Pep Pup. No, not for a few months. Uh, but when she was much lighter and much scrawnier, about 15 planets ago, <laughs> um, she could ride and it was. Did. And did every single chance she could, she got. So... Uh, I feel like Kurt and Tema both have several albums full of photos. <laughs> So the kid whose parent disappeared, are they on the street? Do they have guardians? Libby's not listening to you. Uh, Libby is fully occupied with... You know how it is. I'm sorry, are you going to adopt another one? (laughs) Adopted you. (laughs) Bullshit, you did. (laughs) All right. I, I cuff him, uh, you know, sl- sling an arm over and like bring his head in. Could nuggie him, but decide not to. <laughs> Excuse me. Which of us is the captain of this operation? Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be technical, I'm the one who is entrusting you with captaincy. Technical. If technical. you want to get technical about it, I feed y'all. Yeah, don't. If the cook ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> um, Speaking right. of, after, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to uh, come back to silent reading. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Employment, I guess I should give the three wealth to uh, to our finance officer. <laughs> oh, thank you. That is in the purse. But we all shift to silent reading. Yes. You guys can hear me, right? Yes, we can <laughs> A message in active game chat with oh. the name that you had found. Uh, did you? Where is that? A crystal dream. Yes. The pure heart pastor. Uh, so, yeah, I want to make uh, delicate inquiries into. Uh, yeah, they're uh, I'd like to set up a personal meeting with them if I could. Whatever terms are appropriate. backing you up. Oh, uh, no. Hmm? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, why don't I get Roscoe to back me up? Wait, Roscoe, what's your appearance like? Uh, I could be not seen. Uh, that works. Uh, also, just <laughs> vanilla human. Okay. You have yeah, you don't have to, those. You don't have to be seen. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so. The only um, reason you can always there is there's a little blip on your, you know, heads up display. Perfect. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to meet this crystal dream pastor leader of some sort, political figure, uh, and on whatever, wherever and, uh, in uh, whatever circumstances are most, most comfortable for them. All right. How are you going to whirl your way into their office? Um, their office, what, uh, is it a, is it like a single office? Or is there someone in the front? Do they have? Oh, a... there's definitely somebody in the front. 
Okay, they're very, uh, are they an extremely important person or like a moderately important person? They're a moderately important person. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, approach their secretary <laughs> and be like, uh, hi, uh, my name, uh, I guess we don't, we give our real names for this mostly, right? We don't have cover identities for when we're on planet or anything. I mean, these are um, our cover identities. Yeah, we, these are our cover identities. All right. My name is Silent Reading. I'm a, uh, I'm a, a interested in your, uh, I was here to, to meet with Crystal Dream. Talk about your, your religious movement. It's really fascinating. Mm. Uh, she, the uh, sapient, the, the sentient at the uh, desk, and it is. It's a Euridian um, couch, so it's like trying to. Have you ever seen? Probably a... more like an ottoman, really. Yeah, it's kind of a lot more like an ottoman, but it's it is. It, when you build encla- or uh, enclosures for crabs or lizards or, or such animals, there's usually like a little pool. Mm-hmm. They can just hang out and sun themselves while also being like in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like that, except really big. And also, there's a little shelf on the front that includes a, a hyperlink uh, terminal. Um, this room is entirely colored in shades of the deep ocean. Hmm. So there are blacks, dark greens, blues with some like crystalline reds moving through the, the, the stone. Uh, there does not appear to be any other doors except the one you came in. At. Okay. And the only other person here besides me and, uh, Holst, <laughs> uh, is this, is the, uh, the, uh, receptionist, I guess. Yes, their name is. These really suck. Uh, come on, behind the name. Help me out here. Um, oh yes, hello. My name is Moonrider. Uh, how Moonrider. may I? How, you you said you wanted to meet with Crystal Dance. Yes. So I'm. <laughs> As you can see, I'm a I'm a I'm a Renau, uh, and I'm visiting this planet. And I heard these really interesting, um, frankly, amazing things about your your movement. Uh, and I'm just wondering if I could meet with someone who could sort of explain more of it to me, uh, and maybe I could take some of the insights back to my own people and and see see what we could make of it. I mean, I'm That's... just I'm just a really curious. I'm a seeker. I'd call myself a seeker. They give you a look. Oh, um, I, I'm sorry. You'll have to come back another day. Um, Crystal is, is very, very busy. Um, and we have a, a number of pamphlets on the true Euridian way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the, the pure heart political faction is, you know, very much aware of, and we love our allies amongst the other species, uh, but is unfortunately only open 
to uh, our fellow Eurydians. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, can I do sense plus empathy to figure out what exactly I said that offended her or turned her off? Uh, sure you can. All right. Six D ten S. Matching sevens, triple sevens. Trip sevens. Trip sevens. Uh, you're an unwholesome lying son of a bitch, and they detected that. Oh shit! Oh, I skeeved him out with my with my unwholesomeness. Yes. <laughs> uh, These things do happen. Okay. Yes. Is it obvious where this this person's office is? I'm going to change track then. I'm going to radically change my demeanor toward them. Okay. <laughs> do tell. This is my standard play with when when when. Plan A doesn't work. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. You go straight to Plan Z. Oh no! Uh, So I drop into this really, really serious, uh, sort of, sort of desperate expression, uh, just like locking my eyes with them. Listen, I've received a prophecy. And I have to share it with with your movement. It's something that affects everyone in the galaxy. And there are very, very few people who are prepared to hear it. Okay. I, I'm going to give her uh, two or yeah, two in sense and three in empathy. Because this is her oh boy. job. <laughs> um, this might be a problem for you. <laughs> but, you know, roll that lie. That is a charm plus lie. And I have an expert die. What does that do? So I set, I basically set that to 10, right? And then roll one fewer die. Yeah, you can well, set, you can set to whatever you want. Right, you but in this case, it's Normally 10. So I roll uh, six dice and then see how many 10s. If I, if I get a 10, I at least have a pair of 10s. Let me find... Yes, that's correct. I didn't get any tens. Uh, I didn't get any anything. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three, wow, five, that's, eight, uh, nine, ten. that's awful. Um, <laughs> Fail forward. <laughs> so she gives you, they give you the deepest of flaws. Right. Why don't you take this pamphlet and come back this afternoon and I will set an appointment with Crystal Dream with you. Uh, she has decided to pass you off to a higher authority because <laughs> she thinks that you may not be harmless. <laughs> <laughs> but you are above her pay grade. Lots of uh, you know, <laughs> religious movements are not are not unfamiliar with with uh, encountering crazy, possibly dangerous religious fanatics. 
Yes, you are above. She has decided that you are above your pay, her pay grade. Well, that's um, okay. I just want to get somebody above her pay grade, so that works. <laughs> he does. Uh, for the record, <laughs> listeners, they both failed. As I as I retreat out the door, uh, I make a, like a mysterious hand gesture uh, as I, as I back out the door. Something very complicated, but that I could replicate if if, if necessary. Roll charm plus fascinating. <laughs> That's fast, yeah. Or, I have a lot of fascinate. Or just straight coordination for perform. Eights. Hey. <laughs> she is slightly more unnerved, but more convinced that you are likely a, likely a fellow seeker rather than a serial killer, which is an improvement <laughs> in her opinion of you. That's well, all right. But why not both? As long as they have an opinion of me that is not, in fact, what I am really doing, I'm still winning. <laughs> sure, doesn't right. matter what that opinion is. <laughs> uh, cool. So, uh, it is 11 o'clock. Uh, the old people have asked that we uh, wrap things up, and that seemed like a pretty solid uh, stopping off point. Um, all right so in our next session we will get to the actual motivation for this fucking campaign okay <laughs> um and yeah that's uh that's that's when the bad things happen uh awesome. right. you mean the interesting things yeah both it yeah, will probably yeah. be both yes well why not so. <sighs> Awesome. Well, what do you all think so far? Questions, comments, concerns? We're, we're building some good characterization. Yeah, we're starting to gel a little bit. Yep. Yep. With five of us, it may be somewhat of a, of a challenge to just kind of make sure we each get sort of a character pairing. And uh, that way we can sort of like each have a sense of what our characters are like in regard to each everyone. Because we, mm-hmm. we have some relationships that have already been developed pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, at some point, probably would be a good idea to to switch up the sort of subunits a little bit, if you know what yep. I mean. Yep. Oh, yeah. definitely. But that'll come with time. Yep. yep. All right. So like we're getting a good feel for everybody. Oh yeah. And then Greg, you want to do something with um, the demon? Uh, yes, but first we'll say good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Come all you young spacefarers, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of what lurks in the deep. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys. When the wind blows, we're all together, boys. Blow ye winds fringeward, blow ye winds blow. Out to the galaxy, steady she goes. Come the solar winds taking us far. All through the warp lanes and out to the stars. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys. When the wind blows and we're all together, boys. Blow ye winds fringeward, blow ye winds blow. Out to the galaxy, steady she goes. 
Up jumps a buccaneer loaded with shot, saying, Open your hold and I'll take all you've got. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys, when the wind blows, then we're all together, boys, blow ye winds fringeward, blow ye winds blow. Out to the galaxy, steady she goes. Up comes the great dragon in search of our home. Through space to a place that's beneath waves and foam. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys. When the wind blows, then we're all together, boys. Blow ye winds fringeward, blow ye winds blow. Out, Out to, to the, the galaxy, galaxy, steady she goes. Now comes the kraken with nine rows of teeth to grab you and hold you and drag you beneath. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys. When the wind blows, then we're all together, boys. Blow ye winds fringeward, blow ye winds blow. Out to the galaxy, steady she goes. Beware of the siren in search of a soul to drag to the dark spaces, formless and cold. And it's windy weather, boys, stormy weather, boys. When the wind blows, then we're all together, boys. Blow ye winds fringeward, blow ye winds blow. Out to the galaxy, steal away home.